And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door, just like a Murillo Crossfield ball. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win? Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hello and welcome back to another special edition of Red Side of the Trent. This is your host, Adam Whitclone. As you see by the title, this one is all about our shiny new central defensive midfielder, Danilo. I'm pleasantly surprised to be welcoming back Palmeiras fan Michael Barbosa, who gave us a great insight to Gustavo Scarpa when he was joining. Michael, how are you? Are you well? I'm fine, thanks. Glad to be here again with you and not your fans. Are you sure you're not one of the many... Palmeiras fans in the Instagrams on on uh, the Forest timeline uh, give, giving insults because they're stealing a few of your players. Yes, uh, I've after Scarpa signed it with you guys, I started to follow Nottingham in, in social medias and there's this Palmeiras fans invasion going on every <laughs> single post, just like half of the comments are in Portuguese. I think, I think people got confused that he couldn't actually play till January, Scarpa, but he seems to have settled in really nicely. I don't know if you've seen on social media, there's been a Rubik's Cube pandemic in the Forest dressing room. I think about half the players are now participating in, in that uh, in that uh, game with him. <laughs> yeah, um, it's funny because he did exactly the same thing in Palmeiras. Did he? Like, there was a full month in like, Palmeiras social media that everything was about every single player playing the Rubik's Cube. <laughs> he just pushed people into his his own hobbies. I think it's something that that he does. I think that's just his personality. He just seems to draw people in by the by the seams of it. I mean, leading up to him playing, I know this is all about Danilo, but Scarpa is an interesting character. But he seems to just be wandering the streets of Nottingham, skateboarding around. Sometimes I I think people would never even have recognised him. Probably just thought he was kind of some like homeless skateboarder or something. <laughs> uh, but no, let's talk about Dylan. Hello. Um, he's joined Forest uh, yesterday. 
as we're speaking, uh, for a reported eighteen million pounds or wherever you might read the reports. Are you surprised by this transfer? Because Arsenal were interested in the sum and was turned away, turned off by the thirty-five million pound uh, valuation they wanted. But how come it's chopped down in half, and how come it seems to have happened now for for Danilo? Yes, it's funny because like transfer market has this kind of stuff that we in, in Brazil had been listening about Danilo linkage to Arsenal for I don't know maybe two years, yeah, one and a half like a long long time, and so in a way you kind of expect expect that uh, eventually he will do the move when we're uh, hearing about for so long, but I'm not really uh, that surprised firstly because. Uh, I think Danilo is in the moment to in the right moment to move to Europe. I think it's uh, it's kind of even dangerous for for a team from Brazil to hold him for longer that we have a red uh, hold it. So it's been like three full seasons in, in the professional team, in the A team. So I think it's the, it's the right time, the right moment. And I think maybe uh, some of the fans are kind of upset with the numbers. Because there was like one year ago a high year expectation that he would be sold for something like 30 or 35 mil. But I think it's it's still good. It's it's still reasonable. It seems like mm. a like a good price and a and a good move overall. Yeah. He signed a six and a half year deal at Forest, which I've never seen in my entire life. I don't know whether that's Forest being confident that we're gonna stay up and obviously want to keep Danilo for a long period of time because they know what his potential is like or complete naivety in, in <laughs> I don't I don't know but uh, 141 appearances I've seen um won two Copa Libertadores and and the 2022 title with yourselves um what what type of player is he if if, if like I've never seen him play I've only seen highlights yes. but you you can't that anyone can look good in highlights even probably you and I if <laughs> uh, if we tried but what what type of player are Forest getting, Michael? Yes, I think the uh, the first question with a, a CDM nowadays is if he's more like a deep lying kind of CDM or a box box player. He's not a box box. I think uh, Brazil is not the biggest producer of like box box. I think it's more a European ish mentality type of player. But so technically, he's more a deep lying CGM. He is most used to play like with two CGMs, one feet and another one like a two pivot type of scheme. So, but I, I would say that his biggest quality is that he has a really, really great sense of positioning. Almost always, he will be in the right place, like between the offensive line and the midfielder midfield line, so able to receive the ball in really great condition from the defender and to find the best ball with just one or two touches is this kind of player. And Palmeiras is not a really offensive team. Uh, we are kind of used to uh, stay a little uh, stay a little back, wait for the uh, opportunity to counter-attack. Counter so Danilo is quite used to uh, play long balls, kind of like Scarpa is too. Mm. So he's able to play between lines. He's able to find long balls. And I think those are some of 
his qualities. But I would say, at least from what we have seen from Danilo in the last three years, don't expect like a Kante kind of player, a box-to-box. Even though he is able to get closer to attack, he has like decent numbers, goals and assists-wise. Uh, he will either uh, he will participate in a goal every seven, eight games. Uh, so it's it's decent for for a CDM, I believe, but he's not all the time uh, going to the opposite box. Yeah, I saw a report say that he hunts the ball down like a pit bull. Would you agree with that statement, or not necessarily? Yes. Before our our talk, I was uh, having a look in some some numbers, some stats from him, and I I found one showing like. Places, places of the of the the pitch that he recovered balls, like place that most recurrently he he uh, took the ball from from the opposite player, and it's like all over the player. Of course, it's like more close the defensive box, but it's really all over the player in the midfield, and he doesn't look like a really physical player. But you won't see he, Danilo losing in the, the physical aspect of the game. He's really, really strong. He doesn't look uh, as strong as he is. But yeah, I think a, a pitch bull running uh, after the ball, it's a, it's a good, uh, a good metaphor for, for his style. Yeah, I think when, when you say about him not looking that physical, because I thought when I saw a video of him, I was expecting him to be well over six feet tall. I don't know how that, what that is in metres, if that's how you measure yourselves. But I thought he'd be quite a tall player. And actually, he's not He's not the tallest. He's that kind of like average height kind of guy. But I suppose that doesn't matter if you if you know positionally and you're good technically and, and you, you can be aggressive enough. I don't think that kind of makes too much of a difference nowadays, especially in such a technical game of, of what it is now. But I wanted to ask you about a comment that where when this rumour happened and I actually messaged you and you said something about he was really, really good for the first third of the season then went away with Brazil, although he didn't play in these in these friendlies. I think they were out in, in Korea or, or Asia, somewhere yeah. in Asia. And then you said he came back a completely different player. What did you mean by that? It was really, really weird. Really weird, but not that rare, I guess. I've seen, like, throughout the time watching football, following Brazilian football, this is happening a few times. Like, a player is called for the national team for the first time. He, either he doesn't play or play for, like, a few minutes. And when he comes back, he seems like, like, what the hell happened to this guy? And I think Danilo, it's, it was, like, this kind of situation. He was called for for the national team by Chichi for the first time, like a, a bit before the World Cup. I, I don't remember the month, but I, I guess it was August mm. or something. Yeah. And when he came back, like the first two months after that was like the worst two months I've seen from, from <laughs> Danilo. And eventually, like the press asked Abel Ferreira, our manager, about that. And like, it's just an impression or Danilo really came back in worse and Abel said yes yes it's the, the worst I've seen him <laughs> I, I'm also trying to figure out what happened what happened here and I don't have the, the answer so uh, I don't know maybe he's, he's a young player right 20 years 21 years old 
And I think this kind of thing, like getting called for the national team and having the opportunity to uh, train with Neymar and Casemiro and whatever, uh, maybe has a bit of, a, a, I don't know, a mental impact in the yeah. player. But in the last uh, month of the season, he seemed like he was like getting back to his, to, to his best shape, best performance. So yes, I, I I hope he can he's like totally recover from whatever that was, but it was really weird. Like in, even the numbers showed pretty clear that he he had like a big drop in performance after he was called. Yeah. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage with McDelivery. You win? Order now on McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery free in terms apply, see mcdonalds.com. Maybe um, got starstruck a little bit by Casemiro and, and the <laughs> like, like you said, but um, I just wanted to ask you about, he's obviously coming into the middle of the season in the Premier League. I don't know what the pre- if pre-season's happened yet in Brazil. I, I believe it would have owned it. Am I right in saying that? Uh, yes, the the calendar just uh, just started in Brazil. Like Palmeiras played his, its first game uh, Sunday. Last so time. so he'll be re- he'll be reasonably fit, but not not like match match fit. So would you expect him to probably sit on the bench for maybe a couple of games before maybe he like starts to knock on the door of of being a first teamer in Forest and in the Premier League because it's. I don't know if I don't know how much. Obviously, you might have watched the first few games that Scarf has played in, but even he looks like it's very, very quick for him. And I think a lot of other players have said the same as well that have that have come to the Premier League this season as well. So, how do you expect him to to settle in? Yes, even though like like I said, Palmeiras a red player, its first game this season. The preseason in Brazil is really shorter than mm. in, in Europe. Like our calendar, I think it's the the biggest in the world Brazilian teams play more than 100 matches per, per season. So he didn't have uh, much time of like preparing for the season. No one has in Brazil. So yes, I think he might not be in, in the best shape and he might need a bit of time to, to adapt and to, to get at his best physically. Uh, but on the other hand, like Danilo is not a player that usually takes a lot of time at the beginning of the season. Like in the last seasons, we've seen him being one of the best players in the squad, like at the beginning of the squad. And he's really, really fit. Danilo was a player that uh, he got uh, promoted for the first team three seasons ago with two other players, uh, Gabriel Menino and Patrick De Paula. And those two players were like where most of Palmeiras fans and staff had the biggest hope. And Danilo just like took by assault uh, the position. Those other players were uh, midfielders as well. And he's, he has always uh, been uh, a player able to, to go throughout the season at its best form, at its best like uh physical condition so i think he will be 
really challenged by the, the opportunity to play in the Premier League. And uh, he's like, he's a good kid, he's not like a party hard kind of player. <laughs> it's not a normal like Brazilian a, then. <laughs> he's more like a family guy, like <laughs> always with his mom and like spend time with, with his family. So yeah, I think he will need a bit of time. Mm -hmm. He will not be in the same shape, but we will be able to adapt pretty yeah. quickly, I believe. I suppose it's it's a good thing that Gustavo Scarpa is there, and it looked like he. It, I read in the in the interview that it looked like Scarpa took him a bit under his wing at Palmeiras, and now he's going to continue to do that at Forest, and he was a bit of an influence of why he chose to come to the club. And also you've got Renan Lodi, who's having a really good season for us at left back. And I'm sure they'll be together dancing in videos and, and whatnot with, with the likes of Jesse Lingard and Sergio <laughs> I, I don't doubt, uh, doubt it for a minute, but it's good that he will be someone that's going to hit the ground running almost is what you're saying. But it, it's, I'm just trying to work out Obviously, his potential is meant to be very, very high. He's obviously been touted with the nickname of a wonder kid. How high do you think he can go in, in terms of the game, whether that's beyond Forest or with, with Forest? Yes, I think it's like that's that's something that we've got to talk about. Because at least here in Brazil, when like the press and everybody is talking about, I don't know, the next World Cup and what they uh, imagine it might be, the Brazilian team for the next World Cup, like nine out of 10 journalists and analysts will put Danilo as the starter uh, CDM for Brazil in a scenario that Casemiro is it's not playing in four years' time. So I think this is the, the, the kind of expectation around uh, Danilo that he will be like in four years' time, uh, top five in CDM in the world, he will be the best Brazilian uh, defensive midfielder. So this is the level of expectation. Of course, we never know if he will live by it or not, but uh, this is the the kind of expectation, at least uh, here in Brazil, it's almost a consensus that everybody expects him to, to get to this level. Yeah, I think with Forrest, I think he's come to a club where young players are given a chance to develop especially by not only the management but like by everyone and in, in, in even like the fans I would say everyone gives young players a really good chance and gives them good support so I'm sure he'll get his chance to flourish and, and impress and, and pro progress as a player as well within a young kind of team as well which is going to be exciting to watch what would you say his weaknesses are though as a player what do you think he needs to improve on the most? I think some of the, the weakness of him are like strictly related to, to his age. Mm. So he's not, he doesn't, uh, sometimes he will, he will have like some consistent games. Uh, he's in a good run, like three, four, five good matches, and he will have a really shy on, uh, a really shy match in, in the middle of that. But I think it's something related to being a 21 years old. And sometimes I, I think that he's really used to, to play in a specific like formation with Palmeiras. Palmeiras. Usually when Palmeiras has the ball, Palmeiras plays in a 3-4-3. Three, three. So like three defenders in the, in the first line, the, the right back stays as a, as a defender, the left back goes to the second line, 
Mm. So maybe I don't know how prepared he is to, to play in, a, in something different from that. Yeah. And because he's he really hasn't played in like many formations. He won't. He only had like one manager in Palmeiras, Abel Ferreira, and the team kind of has played with little variation throughout the time. So I think this this might be an issue if he has to play like as a second man in the in the the midfield. If he has to play without another defensive midfielder, but that's stuff that will guys will have to discover mm. uh, going on, I guess. I think from you saying that it'll be quite interesting because we play a four-three-three or a three-one-two at the moment. Actually, we play like three in midfield, and then Scarpa has actually been playing as like a false nine with Gibbs White and Johnson up front because we've got quite a few injuries. So it'll be interesting to see if Danilo will play in the centre of that or or the left-hand side of that next to Ren and Lodi, who I'm sure will be in great communication with him. So. That makes it more interesting. I like that he's a left footer because we don't have that many, especially like in terms of up to standard of the Premier League. So it offers a bit more balance, I think. So I'll be interested to see how Steve Cooper deploys him, especially. But I take it you're going to be, you must be, you must be a Forest biggest fan from Palmeiras, I'd say, Michael. <laughs> yes, maybe I'm the the Palmeiras from more with closer uh, connections with Forrest right now in the, in the, <laughs> in the whole world. But yes, I've, I've been following Nottingham and planning to, to get a, a jersey. Soon, I don't know if you have a Nilo jersey. I'll be able, to, I'll be able, to, I'll be able to help you with that if you want. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I, I got I to get one which searches out. But yeah, I've been following Nottingham. And you said about his being left-footed. And it's funny because like for the last two seasons at least, he has played in the right side, he plays with a guy called Zé Rafael, Zé right. Rafael is right-footed, plays in the left, right. he's left-footed, plays in the right, so that's also something, like, if he has to play, like, uh, more the, to the left side, how he will be able to, to adapt to that, or he, if he has to play more central without another player so close to him, those are some, some questions. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be all fine. It'll it'll be it will all work itself out. If he's a good enough player, I'm I'm I've no doubt about his his potential. So I'm very excited for that. But I don't think there's that much more you can really give me, here, Michael. I think you've you've um I think you've uh, educated our listeners as much as you can, and I'm uh, I'm I'm glad to have spoken to you again so soon. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. Um, well, I see you back for one when we take Endrick off you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, I don't think I don't think we'll on, get him on his way to to Madrid. Yeah, six million, I guess, or something. That's crazy, crazy, crazy number for a sixteen years old kid. And it was nice to talk with you again, but I think that's enough for a time. Just let our players stay a little bit more in in Brazil. Don't don't get any other kids for now. We have a full season going on, so yeah, definitely. <laughs> Liver kids. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you very much, Michael. Um, we, we've we've enjoyed having you on again, and we'll see you. We'll speak to you soon. Hopefully, hopefully about something else rather than maybe we'll meet in the Club World Cup at some point in our lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good one. I hope. So. Nice one. All right. Thank you. Thanks, man. Thanks. Just a quick one as well from all of us on this podcast. This is something that we all share, and it's something that myself and I'm sure the other guys have noticed as well. Is that a lot of people, especially Forest fans, as that's what mostly I do have on my Twitter, 
um, seeming to struggle a little bit with their mental health at the minute. You know, if you are struggling, um, by all means, message the pod and one of us will reply to you or message somebody on Twitter, you know, use the forest timeline with the hashtag or just to make sure you talk to somebody rather than doing anything silly. Um, there is plenty of options out there. You know, if you also want to talk to someone in confidence, there's, you know, charities like Mind who will help you. Um, but just make sure you just talk to somebody rather than, you know, doing anything silly. I think that's um, an important message to relay um, to anybody who listens to the pod who might be struggling at this time. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage of McDelivery. You win? Order now on McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.